let us talk about some art because art is real. Um, yes, and uh, the DPAG rear window. First of all, first off, the rear window. Yeah, let's talk about the rear window. Yeah. So just for any of your listeners who don't know what we're talking about, it's located at surprisingly the rear of the gallery hmm. um, on the Moray Place side. I'm not sure is it the west part of the octagon. Uh, oh yes, oh yes, I that would so. be the west. Anyway, yes. so it's kind of there's a car park. There's Mazagran Cafe next to it. There's Guild Design Shop opposite. Anyway, the rear window used to be a back entrance to the DIC department store. Mm. Um, as we've discussed previously on the show, that the gallery was once Shark, Sharky's Sharky's discount oh, shop. as well, yeah. Mm. Had a few different iterations. <laughs> I of think it was the retail. warehouse for a bit too. The warehouse, yeah. yeah. I don't know if... Back when everything was broken. Back when the warehouse was originally the warehouse where you went in there and everything was broken and crap. <laughs> Yeah, those were the good old days. Oh, yeah. Um, so the rear window has obviously been refurbished since, mm-hmm. such as, the, you know, just like the rest of the gallery. Um, and it's quite a shallowy space, but it's got a window and a white wall, although that changes. And, um, yeah, they've been showing artworks um, in that space for several years, I guess. Mm, mm. Um, and it's usually been... Um, program through an open call program so that's quite an interesting kind of democratic way I guess of inviting people to submit their own proposals for um, showing their work there um, which is kind of a great opportunity um, whereas the rest of the uh, exhibitions inside the gallery you know generated in-house but you know that's not to say sometimes they do also program the rear window to coincide with the exhibitions inside the gallery too Mm -hmm. but it's also great that it's open 24-7 24-7 because yeah. obviously the gallery's open 10 to 5 each day or something so you can just walk past late at night mm-hmm. early in the morning yep. and see some art so that's pretty cool Stumble, stumbling home at 4am and yeah, I need some culture yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a moment in front of this rear window and um, recently I guess this year they um, initiated a new um, program of um, screening video works in the rear window mm. so that's quite nice to have a dedicated space video works and they've got a um, large monitor you know flat screen TV kind of installed there it's big yeah yeah, yeah it's good I want it in my house <laughs> I don't even have a TV at my house oh really yeah everything's just online yeah well I mean I have my HDMI cable oh yep. yeah yeah, yeah. I probably should just do that so I can watch my online stuff bigger Fair enough. <laughs> um, well, but, the, well, just yeah. quickly, because I used to yes. have some video stuff at the front of the gallery occasionally. Yeah, that's right. I think that's before my time, but I think that might have been like where the shop is on one side and on the other side mm. towards Nova. Mm, yes. Yeah, and actually, like that seems to be kind of a common thing. At, like City Gallery, they had that as well in the foyer entrance. They had a wee space with two screens opposite each other. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess just shift things around. Yeah, as you do, up. right? Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. But today we're here to talk about Kate Woods. So she is the current artist that's showing at the rear window. Her show um, has been on since the 23rd of April and runs until the 10th of June. Um, Just to give a bit of background about Kate first. Mm -hmm. So she was born in Auckland in 1981. She is based in in Wellington. Good year. It was a good year. Marvellous year, mate. <laughs> she studied at Elam School of Fine Arts. As they all do. I know, I feel a bit bad that I often <laughs> talk about Elam. I'm going to try and mix that up, diversify. We have an art school here, you know. I know. <laughs> actually, we have some. Anyway. <coughs> ah. 
So she's exhibited around the country and overseas. So she's ex exhibited at artist run spaces, dealer galleries, public galleries, including Tatui in Auckland, um, XYZ Collective in Tokyo, City Gallery in Wellington. Just as a disclaimer, I've also worked with Kate in the past. I did a show with her back in 2007 Whoa. in Melbourne at an artist run space called TCB. Nice. Fun time. Um, and she's also been a, the recipient of the Asia New Zealand Foundation Residency at the Three Shadows Photography Art Centre in Beijing in 2012. So, um, yeah, she's an interesting artist. Um, she has, I guess, what you'd describe as a lens-based practice. So that kind of encompasses, I guess, photo and video. Yeah. And she often creates these imagined landscapes by using found imagery that she often takes from kind of existing reproductions of other artworks of paintings of landscapes so whether they're romantic sublime Blair Witch kind of style forests New Zealand kind of aerial photography she kind of um, makes these collages I guess in a sense whereby she has in the past at least made um, copies of these found landscapes and then on top of those she's often placed other artworks usually from the 60s and 70s that she has created herself in cardboard painted cardboard like little cool. miniature sculptures so previously she's been interested in land art and just to give a bit of background on land art so um artists such as carl andre or robert smithson these guys were doing works like um where they were using the landscape to um, make work obviously outside the gallery and um, they wanted to make an impact on the environment whether via community-based restorative actions or individual kind of artist as pioneer which was often quite ecologically detrimental um, in terms of the efforts but they are artists that she was interested in not just for their works outside the gallery but the documentation mm -hmm. so you know I mentioned she just has like a photography based practice that's kind of recently extended to video which we'll talk about but um, I guess what's interesting about land art is that not many people really got to see it in the flesh yeah. because it was somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and so our only experience of it was through seeing a photo of it and the photography of it, it was different back in the day, you know, before Instagram and mobile phones with cameras. So they were very particular about how their work was documented mm -hmm. by a single photographer. And kind of that's what, ex that's kind of what the artwork has become. It's become its documentation um, in a sense. And so she's interested in that being a construction. And so she's kind of creating these new fictional landscapes. And the work that's at the rear window gallery is called Water Feature. So um, for that work, she's looking at kind of the history of video art. So it's kind of quite interesting, like previously she was toying with the idea of um, the photography of land art by using photography, and now she's looking at video art by using video. Mm -hmm. um, but what she's got showing is, I guess, a recreation or her, her reinterpretation of a famous work by Nam June Pike, who was a Korean artist, um, and it's called Video Garden, that's the original work, which was from, what year? 1974. And I actually was fortunate to see um, a version of that work, Nam June Pike's work, in the NGV a few years ago, but it's also been shown in Christchurch in the late 90s at the art gallery there and city gallery. And it involves, I think, about 40 different TV screens playing kind of this abstract kind of video clip um, and 
they're surrounded by all these tropical plants and you I can think walk I've seen through it. it. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm. And it's just, yeah, this immersive installation. Um, and yeah, Namjoon Pike was just like, he's been described as the father of video art. And he was really experimental at the time in terms of using technology to create these creative artworks and interacting with the moving image kind of back in the day when that was all new. Well, what, what, what was people's reaction, like the, the art world's <laughs> reaction to that kind of stuff? I think people were pretty into it because he's kind of stood the test of time. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. Initially off yeah. the bat, oh, that's different. Probably people were a bit resistant, but... Yeah, I don't actually know. It's a good question. Maybe Thank you. one of our listeners might <laughs> ring in and tell us. But um, yeah, so what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, so the the work itself on um, Kate's version of it, she's actually playing something, playing a video on the video screens within mm. the video itself. And that is called um, Global Groove. And Global Groove is flashing across the screens. This is referencing, I'm just quoting now from the DPEG website, an historical survey that found that New Zealand gallery visitors thought these spaces would be improved by the addition of water features at their entranceways. Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought that was kind of cool because mm. you don't really see that very often anymore, like fountains and things. I guess there's always like a danger that someone from the public will come in with some like dishwashing liquid and... Make it oh, all. Cl <laughs> classic. Cla that was the thing in Cromwell. That was always a favourite thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, if you do watch the work, you can see it at Rear Window, obviously. You can, it actually um, goes across, I think it's four different New Zealand landscapes. So she has put the um, video garden um, onto different landscapes, like what she was doing with the land artworks. Mm. Um, but, yeah, actually, one funny thing, when I did first see the actual Nanjun Pike video garden, it was, at, as I mentioned, at the NGV, and it was behind their water feature because they have that water wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but yeah. I don't know anyone else that has water features at the moment. But this was a commissioned work. This work f that Kate did? Yes. Commissioned by Circuit, yes. Yeah, so I mean, so if it was commissioned, um, I, I, I don't know, how does yes. that work? Because I would have thought it had to stay where it was. Oh, uh, yeah, so Circuit, they're an online um, um, organisation. They have, um, they kind of represent video art and they worked in partnership with um, I think the Wellington City Council there's a space that's kind of off the terrace and off Lambton Quay between those two um, called Mason Screen mm -hmm. and they have a permanent kind of or semi-permanent I guess um, video screen installed there and I think that's where they first showed oh, yeah. this work so it was kind of a partnership deal um, and so I think it would have been a bit of a joint funded venture. But yeah, so she just, um, I, yeah, she's an interesting artist to watch in terms of her progression because she started out, as I said, more in 2D. Yeah. That recently has kind of animated her works and, um, yeah, I think that's quite an interesting development. Yes, yes, and it would have been quite, I mean, I guess if she's done quite well in the 2D world. Yeah. Um, it would have been quite um, challenging. Yeah. Maybe, in a to way. kind of create. You're learning new techniques and stuff all the time, but I guess that's what it's all about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So um, go and look at it 24-7. Yeah, until the 10th of June <laughs> Yeah, yeah. at so the rear window. Yes, yeah, so you've got, what, uh, six, seven, 17 days? Very good. Yes, thank you, math. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out. May is 31 days, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forget how the song goes. Um, brilliant. All right, Kate Woods, cool. uh, water feature, yes, at the rear window at the DPAG, the Dunedin Public Art Gallery. Uh, thank you.
Thanks again. Yes, always a pleasure. See you in a fortnight. See you then. Come um, on.